Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, we have an interview with Chris Moreno, who's a country singer-songwriter out of Boston, now living in Nashville. It was one of my favorite conversations to date. Hope you guys enjoy it. And Chris had a new song out last Friday called Shot at Your Heart that you should be sure to go check out wherever you listen to music. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to lately? Um, keeping busy, kind of uh, just focusing on writing music and, and releasing music and uh, playing some shows here and there, but obviously not as much as, as before. So, um, yeah, keeping busy with mostly music stuff and just, uh, you know, staying on my routine, I guess you could say. Are the shows starting to pick up again? Yeah, I think it is in certain states. Um, Nashville's definitely pretty open right now, so I do play some times here. But before COVID, I was on the I was on the road. Um, I think I did like twenty different states uh, over the course of a couple of years. Um, so I was going to all over. So you know, I think the bigger markets like Chicago and stuff like that, and where I'm from, like Boston, I think they're just now starting to open up um, fully. So. You know, I think I would say it's uh it's promising for for fall and some summer stuff, but definitely for fall. So um, you spoke about being on tour for for two years beforehand. What was the adjustment like for you to sort of have to stay grounded for the past year? Yeah, I mean it's just so different. Um, I would say, you know, I took to live streaming, and I've actually been doing it every week basically since the pandemic started, and I'm still doing it. And so that's actually been kind of a blessing because there's like this connection that you kind of get if you, when you're checking in with your supporters every week. And I wasn't doing that as much before. So I, that was kind of, that's actually kind of cool. And um, I almost feel like I've actually grown, grown tighter with, you know, with a lot of the fans and stuff like that. Um, so that's, been, that's been a blessing, but obviously I miss being on the road. Um so I would say there's, there's pros and cons, you know, I've, I've been able to do a little bit more writing and um, focus on maybe more social media stuff like that. But, you know, I think as, as an artist and I, I consider myself an artist first and foremost, um, I want to be on the road. I want to be playing to people. That's, that's why I do it. So, you know, I'm, I'm itching to get back up there and I never stopped. It just was halted a lot. I don't, you know, the volume was just not there. So. You mentioned about live streaming and other social media stuff. The crazy thing about that is if you think 10 years ago this had happened, especially for independent artists, it would have been the industry would have been dead. Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's so wild to think about. Um, like I said, I always sort of like look at things, try to find like a place of gratitude or like, okay, like I can't do this that I enjoy anymore, but like, what's the silver lining? And there have, there have been some, you know, and, you know, there's, it's, I think with music and just being in this, this field that is so uncertain, right. It's ever changing. It's like, you have to kind of adapt to, you know, and what you're doing, just everybody has to, you can't stay too rigid. You have to be able to adapt. So, you know, is there a lot of downsides to what happened? Yeah. But also there's some, been some positive. So I've tried to, uh, try to look at the bright side, you know? Yeah. Some, did you always know that music was the path you wanted to take with your life? Um, that's a really good question. I, as a kid, I really did. Um, I, 
I grew up just loving music and I was, I was just one of those kids that like, I wasn't like super antisocial, but I was definitely an introvert and like a little, you know, I could be a little bit shy and, but I just really liked spending time alone listening to music. I literally like would go home after school and if I wasn't hanging out with friends, I was just in my room, just listening to music for all day and, you know, practicing guitar. Um, and so I really thought that I wanted to do music and I was in bands through high school and college. Um, but I was never really the singer. I was a songwriter, but I wasn't a singer. And so long story short, I took a little bit of a hiatus after college and I got a nine to five sales job. And I did that for a very long time. And it was only until like five years after I had stopped, I quit music altogether. And then I sort of like realized, you know, you're in your twenties and you're like, okay, is there more to life? Like what's missing? And like music was missing. And so I was kind of went back later in life and I decided to become a singer. And so I think it was always in me, but I just, for whatever reason, I never fully, fully went after it, I guess you could say. And it was just one of those things of like, all right, well, it's never too late to start. And so I started the writing and I just, yeah, I mean, I really think that music's the only thing that I've ever really fully connected to. So I, I would say, um, I didn't want to not give it a real shot, you know. Was that like a difficult decision to make uh, to jump back into music after being away from it for so long? Yeah, it was it was pretty scary scary because um one it's it's like there's a lot of self-doubt, you know, you haven't done it in so long and I was mostly just a guitarist in those bands that I was in before. Um but I sort of always had this feeling like that I did have like a unique perspective in a way that I could write songs. I just didn't know if they were going to be any good. So I was like, you know, I want to find out. Um, but I think there's a little bit of like, you got to put your ego aside when you're starting over too. Cause it's like, you think about it, like your friends all in your family, they all know you as being this one version of yourself. Right. So, and then, you know, all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I'm going to sing. And like my, nice. my, yeah. So like my more, quote unquote, manly friends, like, you, you sing, dude, that's stupid. What, like, you know, they're giving me shit, like just kind of joking around, but like, obviously like a lot of them were supportive, but like, you could tell at first they're like, uh, okay, hey, cool, dude. Like what? Cause they, did, they just didn't know me as that, you know? So, um, but what I did is I went and took lessons uh, for songwriting and for singing. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to be humble about this. Start from scratch, just go at it. And, uh, over the course of many years, it just built up more and more. And I started eventually playing out in Boston and just kind of getting, getting my, my, um, my foot up in the door out there, you know? So, and, um, and, and we can touch, touch on it if you want, but like making the jump, quitting my, my sales job to then go to national, um, was a very, very scary thing. Cause it was, yeah. I was, I almost was like diving in without a plan B, you know? Yeah, so, Yeah. That's what I wanted to get into now is how you made the decision to, to move out to Nashville and what went into that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I'm actually very grateful that I had a, my nine to five job while I was building up my music career, because if I had jumped to Nashville in those first two years, like I just wasn't good enough. You know, I think it would have been, takes a while to get really good at that craft, right? At singing and, and everything's a skill that just gets better over time, songwriting. So I grinded for like 
three or four years uh, in Boston. And like, I think that was enough to give me like a, a solid footing and like be confident in myself as an artist. But then when I moved to Nashville, I, I grew even more because Nashville will do that to you when you're around people that are super talented. But um, to answer that question, uh, I think it's smart to have the financial part covered if you can. I wanted to move down to Nashville with, with the job. They just wouldn't let me work remote. And um, I wasn't really thrilled about any of the other sales opportunities down here. So I basically went with just um, hopes and dreams because I had a booking guy who was able to help me a little bit to play some bar gigs to make a little bit of income. So that was like my, I put sort of my faith in, in that. And um, basically after that, I started taking over the booking and just grinding day in and day out and just sending email after email to these places to try to get enough shows to try to, you know, cover my bills. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the short, short version of it. It was very, very anxiety inducing. You know, I went from having a day job, like waking up structured nine to five every day to being like, uh, what am I supposed to do today? Write a song? Like I just had so much anxiety about it. Like, um, I'm like, how am I going to make this work? But you know, it worked out. I, I was, I'm glad I, yeah. I glad. It's crazy. The, the things that you'll do to make, make a dream work. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. When you're, when you're backed into a corner. Yeah. You'll, you'll do just, anything. You really will. You, yeah. I think, I, I, and that's been a big takeaway of just being on this music journey and, you know, seeing other artists and just seeing my, myself. I think we're all capable of way, way more than we realize. You know, we, and I, what I think is the case a lot of times, it's people who make it in whatever thing you're trying to go after. Yeah, you have to be probably pretty good, but a lot of times they're not better necessarily than you. They just, they just, tried they tried harder they they got you know they they worked on whatever their that craft is but they also were bold and went after opportunities and you know that's that's kind of the name of the game to me yeah so i'm moving to nashville from from boston you were in boston before correct yeah yeah i grew up in massachusetts was there any sort of perception in nashville that being from boston that you couldn't be a country artist or was that gone already by that point yeah i mean there there might be um i don't pay much attention to it um you know i think that's it's you make a good point about that because my sound is very split i'm very much pop rock like you know kind of like almost like a 2000s 90s pop rock but also new country i've listened to a lot of it i'm very influenced by it so um but I would not sit, I would not talk to anybody and say, hey, yeah, if you like really old school country, you're going to like my sound. It's just, I'm not, it's, I respect that type of music, but I didn't really grow up with it. So, um, so I do respect country and I, I think I have adopted sort of that, that lyrical storytelling kind of thing a little bit more. Um, so I do feel like I fit within that genre, but I'm definitely on the fringes of it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so I don't try to be anything that I'm not. And, I don't try to label it. I let people label it for me. Yeah. So if someone's like, you're not country, I'm like, to you, that's great. I'm not. And then to most people, I think they're like, yeah, he's, he's pop country. Sure. You know, so yeah. I don't think people care much about genre anymore. And those that are the diehard, like genre Nazis, like, I'm not trying to please that. I don't care. Whatever, dude. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, call it whatever you want. It yeah. doesn't matter. 
And there's like a thousand different labels that you could throw on things and they all mean something different to everyone else. Right. What's the Yeah. Point? Yeah. I, it, I try not to even think about it because I don't want to, I don't want to try to manipulate a sound necessarily. I just want, because to me, if I'm not different, if I don't stand out in some way, I don't have a shot in this industry. Like we don't need another cookie cutter, you know, and I do think I have a mainstream sound too. So whatever is slightly different or unique about me, I just try to make sure I am putting that forward and not trying to fit uh, a box too much. You yeah. Know? yeah. At the end of the day, you really just have to be true to yourself because otherwise you're just going to blend with, with everyone else. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. And, and I can see it in myself. I can hear it in the music. If I'm trying to write something and I'm trying to be too cute or I'm trying to like, um, I'm grasping too tight on it, it, it doesn't come out. It doesn't inspire me as much. And I know it's not going to land with the listeners as well. So, you know. So when you first moved out to Nashville, was there a bit of a culture shock for you with so many people chasing the same dream as you? Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I feel like it's, it turns out to be a little bit smaller than you think it's going to be. It seems like everyone kind of has a connection of somebody like there's it's all kind of linked together, but, but yes, I mean, I think it's, it's super interesting and um, that there's so many talented people that are, a lot of people are writing songs that are great. A lot of times even better than what you might hear on the radio. So it's, you know, and it's like, okay, well, if, this person hasn't quote unquote made it yet. What is it that determines how and if someone makes it? And that's a very interesting thing to me. Um, and so it just, uh, I think it, it's inspired me to work even harder because I think, I think what separates me is I'm, I'm willing to put in a lot of work and sacrifice almost, you know, pretty much everything um, to make it work. And so I, I try to, I'm trying to outwork everybody is, is, is how I'm trying to trying to get there. You know? Yeah. You mentioned these songs that don't end up on the radio. That's another area that I would think that social media has helped with is making sure that these songs get heard in some capacity, at least. Yeah. I think, you know, you see like with TikTok a lot, people, people um, showing their new unreleased songs and, and even uh, major label artists are doing that too. I think that's really cool. I think the, perfection side has been taken out a little bit you know the and um i like that because i think i think as artists like intuitively we probably do know what's going to land with the with the pe with people because if it means something to us it might mean something to them but not always i like that it's a little bit unpredictable as to what people are going to connect with and so i think that's why the more that you can put your music out there. Um, don't like kind of like just the more at bats, right? So if I release a hundred singles over the course of five to 10 years, it's, I'm going to have a way better shot of, of, of one of them landing than if yeah. I just release 10 that I think are perfect, you know? Yeah. Might as well shoot your shot at, at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, but that's kind of his like mindset. Um, is just like more, more, more is kind of the thing. Yeah. So yeah. Something eventually something's got to stick for someone. Right. Right. And, and through that process of doing more and releasing more, you learn more about like what works and what doesn't too. So you can course correct. I guess. Is that a mind shift 
mindset shift that you've had that you used to be more of a perfectionist and now it's just more throwing stuff out there for you? Yeah, I in some ways I'm not a perfectionist. Um you know, um, but but yeah, I think for sure when I first started writing songs, you get so precious with them because you only have so many of them and they're they're like little children to you. It's like, you know, what I mean, they have like these 10 songs and you're like, they mean so much to me. But like I think that's what's great about writing a ton. And at this point, I've probably written over 200 songs, at least, probably more. Um, is that I put it out in the world and if it's received well, great. And if not, like, I don't get offended anymore. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? If someone doesn't like my new single, like, cool, maybe you like my other one. Maybe you won't. I, I just don't, you know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't phase yeah. me as much anymore. Like, obviously I love feedback and I, I certainly pay attention to the feedback, but it just doesn't, uh, it doesn't sting the same way it did when you only had your original yeah. uh, batch of songs. You know? yeah for sure that makes that's such a healthy mindset to have also yeah sure. it's it's it took a while to get into it too because yeah. it's easy to be sensitive because as artists we're probably on the more sensitive side a lot of us are and it's like we're very in tune with what people think we want to be liked but at the same time like yeah you, you can't please everybody i think it's probably better if you're if you are disliked a little bit too yeah. you know yeah. get a little more be a little more polarizing yeah because if everyone likes you it means that you're you're fitting a mold that someone else has already. Exactly. Exactly. Cause then everyone's just like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> but like, maybe people aren't like, Oh, I fucking love it. Like, cause that's what, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd take, I fucking love it 40% of the time and 60% I hate it. Then like, it's good. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So um, your, your new single shot at your heart came out Friday. Could you um tell us the story behind that song? And how it all came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that song's just a fun song. Uh, it really kind of started with like this vibe. Um, I felt like I like writing like a l- little bit sadder songs. So I feel like I needed something a little bit more upbeat and uh, came up with this like groove that I was really liking and this melody and um, got together with Stephanie Joyce, who's a co writer who I've written uh, probably my last three or four singles with. And um yeah we just came up with it and it's it's really kind of just a basic song but the song's just about you know that feeling when you like meet somebody and you're just like it's there's such a mystery about them and you just really want to like break down their walls and get to know them as quickly as possible um and so yeah it's a little bit of i like to write from like a place of longing a lot of times and just like observing and stuff like that so uh but yeah i mean it's to me it's i think it's just going to be a fun song to play live with the band i think it's got a good energy to it and uh yeah it's it's a it's a it's a pretty it's got the pop countryness but it's also got that rock to it and it's uh, i think it's a good representation of my sound yeah are you someone that typically writes from personal experience or more from from hypothetical yeah i i think i've pretty much written only from personal experience um or at least in my mind i try to tie whatever i'm writing to the personal experience um that's just more fun for me to do it that way you know um i've had a lot of relationships to draw inspiration from i've lived a lot of life you know so i feel like i want to you know maybe maybe later on once i feel like i've said a lot um i'll start i'll start branching out into that sort of different headspace to write songs but for now like 
I haven't said everything I want to say, uh, you know, and so I still got a lot more, I think, uh, personal experience to write about. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that, um, well, Stephanie was the co-writer on three of your last three singles. Do you feel that you've sort of found your, your crew in Nashville at this point since you moved out? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a crew. It's a pretty small crew. Um, I think I'm, I mean, I, I think probably every artist says that, but I think I'm a little bit particular when it comes to, I'm not necessarily, I mean, I, I, I am a songwriter and I, I sure would love to like have people cut my songs, but that is not my focus. My focus is to write for myself and to build up as an artist. So I think when I find people that can help me say what I need to say, it matters. It's, it's, um, and so she's just been somebody that I'm just super comfortable with. And we don't even have really similar backgrounds as far as like what we listen to or like our styles, but she's just a really great writer in the sense that she knows how to let me be me in the room. She takes kind of her ego out of it and she kind of just assists me in whatever I want to say. So yeah, we do have a little bit of a system that works. Um, my next two singles coming out will actually be written with different people. Um, so I, you know, I, I am, I do obviously write with other people as well, but yeah, I think literally it might be the last four singles that could have come out. I've been all with her. So yeah, I can't say enough good things about her. So you already have, she's going to, she's going to be a big writer in town. She's going to, she's going to do big things for sure. So you, you already have two more singles ready to ready to roll here. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to go in the studio, record one of them soon, but one of them has been recorded and it's in the mix mixing process. Um, and, uh, one of them is a little bit more of like a ballad. And then one of them's like kind of, uh, almost got an EDM flair. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wait and see how the mix comes out, but it's going to be a little bit experimental for, for what I've done. So yeah. I'm excited for it. Might as well take a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like all types of music, so, um, we'll see. We're, I'm going to wait and see what this mix sounds like. Cause if it's not. If it doesn't hit personally the way I want it to, we'll have to change it. And if it's too EDM, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But um, I think uh, it'll be fun to do something a little different. Well, I can't wait to hear them. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Hey, yeah, you too, thank you guys again so, so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you liked what you heard from Chris, be sure to go check out Shot at Your Heart on all streaming platforms as well as all of his other music. And if you liked what you heard on my end, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is you're listening. Give us a nice review. It's really, really appreciated. And talk to you guys next week. Bye.